welcome back to Stories Between the Lines podcast. I am your host, Nandini. I must first start off by apologizing for kind of missing in action for the past couple of months. I had to take a break for some self-care, you know, to feel healthy and well again after a little setback. It's so great to be back and doing one of my favorite things talking about things I love. So I am restarting the Stories Between the Lines podcast to bring to you some incredible stories. With all the love and support of my listeners, I have come a long way since I started the podcast last July. Can't believe it's almost a year and I've had so much fun with every single episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the support. Today is the second Sunday in May, which means it's Mother's Day, a day specially dedicated to honor and celebrate moms. Happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. Until recently, I never really thought of where or how Mother's Day began. It's really interesting to know how it all started. Mother's Day was officially commemorated over 100 years ago. Anne Reeves Jarvis, a social activist and a community organizer during the Civil War era in West Virginia started the Mother's Day Work Club. The goal was to teach local ladies how to care for their children and to improve the sanitary conditions and reduce infant mortality in the community. These clubs unified women and in 1868, Jarvis also came up with Mother's Friendship Day, which had moms of the Confederate and Union soldiers come together to promote harmony. An idea that was relevant then, I think, is even more appropriate in today's world, don't you think? After Anne's death, her daughter, Anna Jarvis, who drew much inspiration from her mom, wanted to honor her mother by leading a movement to establish an official holiday for mothers. Anna truly believed that a mother is the person who does the most for her children than anyone else in the world. In 1914, President Woodrow Wilson signed a resolution that officially made the second Sunday in May Mother's Day. For me, Mother's Day is a day filled with mixed feelings, a day when memories of my own mother come flooding. Actually, it floats to the surface from the deep reservoirs of my heart. I called her Amma, Mummy, Ma, depending on my mood and she always acknowledged. Her name is Chandra, means moonshine. I love looking at the moon every single night, especially on a full moon night. I search for the moon in the night skies. It never fails to put a smile on my face, no matter how bad my day has been. 
It's as though she's smiling down on me and saying, everything is going to be okay. I still refer to her in the present tense as I truly believe that the people we deeply love live in our hearts forever. It was 20 years ago, a week shortly after Mother's Day was when my mom physically left this earth. So even with a lot of sadness hovering over me when Mother's Day comes by every year, I truly feel blessed to be a mother myself because I have two incredible kids. When I think of all the blessings in my life, being a mother is probably the greatest one, which is pretty ironic because as a young girl, I would proudly proclaim that I was never going to have kids, let alone two boys. The silly things that come out of our mouths when we are young. This Mother's Day, some of you may wake up to little kids squealing excitedly to wish you with hugs, cards, flowers, breakfast in bed and of course messy kitchens. When my kids were little, I received those precious handmade gifts and poems often guided by their wonderful teachers. Remember those handprints? I used to proudly display them on the refrigerator and put up on the walls in my office. It warms my heart even today to look at them. You know, we forget when the kids are little that the long days and short years just go by so very quickly. 2021 fall for me was quite an adjustment, an emotional adjustment, a new phase for me. Yes, the empty nest phase. It was very strange trying to cope with the reality that after 20 some years, my kids have actually grown up and flown away. For over two decades, I used to actually look forward to fall, the day after the Labor Day weekend when the yellow school bus pulls up in front of the house, I used to jump and do a happy dance after a crazy summer with two boys. But last September, the quietness at home was too loud. With my nest, Although my nest is not fully empty as I still have my beautiful fur baby Sherry at home, but she hardly ever barks. So the quietness is so deafening. I was advised by my veteran friends who've been here before to enjoy the freedom, embrace all the me time, show yourself some self-love, but it was not easy. It is like walking with mismatched pair of shoes that didn't quite fit. But you learn to adjust and live with it. This year, however, I am super lucky to have both my boys with me for Mother's Day. We, if the weather permits, we plan to go hiking and probably just hang out together. Whatever time they give, I'll take it. Any time, any day, they come home to me is Mother's Day, the gift of time. Memories and moments were always a big part of our family, but it becomes a treasured gift now. 
For some of you, this day may be very difficult to get through. I know of quite a few friends who have lost their mothers in the past year. Some may have lost their child or dealing with a difficult relationship with a parent. It's okay to have a perfectly imperfect relationship with your mother or your father. While some of you might be struggling with becoming a mother, must be very distressing and heartbreaking. If you are feeling distressed today, I hope you find some time to spend the day in ways that gives you peace and please take care of yourself. If you are lucky to have a picture perfect Mother's Day, then you truly deserve all the pampering. Enjoy every single minute of it. No episode of Stories Between the Lines podcast will end without a book recommendation. I immediately connected with the title of this book, Midlife Bites, Anyone Else Falling Apart or Is It Just Me? by Jen Mann. She's the author of New York Times bestseller, People I Want to Punch in the Throat. For any woman who thinks she's at the crossroads of a midlife crisis, this book is surely for you. Jen had uh, what it appears from the outside to everyone else that she's having a perfect life, a successful career as a best-selling author, award-winning blogger, has a devoted and loving husband, teenage kids who aren't really total jerks, or and a handy-dandy cool minivan. But at 47, she hits midlife crisis has all this anxiety about what is she going to do in her life? What has she accomplished so far? And what's going to happen to her when her kids leave home for college? Sounds familiar? Most of us who are in midlife have the exact same insecurities. So she decided to write about her feelings and share with millions of other moms who have the same feelings. Whether or not we choose to acknowledge it, Jen shares her own story about dealing with everything that bites about midlife, from raging hormones to finding your purpose and, of course, making new friends and keeping the ones or deciding if you want to keep the friends you have. We all had those dilemmas, right? I am going to read a few excerpts from the book. I looked at my phone as if Google might have an answer for me. Instead, I saw my overstuffed calendar mocking me with a message in all caps announcing my 47th birthday is just a few days away. 47 already? It hit me that I was in the middle of my life probably even past the middle if I wanted to get really depressing. And when I took stock of all the things I'd accomplished and accumulated over those 47 years, I felt incredibly underwhelmed. Half of my life is over in a blink. 
Have you seen what your neighbor Elizabeth has done? She runs her own company. Plus, she founded a charity this year. Oh, and let's not forget that she still finds time for daily workouts to keep her body rocking. Plus, weekly date nights. Furthermore, she's a super mom who still reads to her kids every night before bed. Yeah, they're 14 and 16, but they want to still spend time with her. When was the last time your kids wanted anything from you except for, of course, money, Jen? At my yearly checkup, I asked my gynecologist, what was happening to me? He patted on my arm and said, sounds a lot like you are in entering menopause. Menopause? I asked. Aren't I too young? He shrugged. Well, you're 47 now. You're old enough. That was the moment I decided I needed to talk about what I was experiencing with my friends, with my husband and with my community and anyone who would listen. If you can relate to the excerpts I just read, you must read the book. It's available on Amazon and the book title is Midlife Bites. Anyone else falling apart or is it just me? And now I leave you with a few clips from one of the most memorable movies that portrays a mother's wise words. And we all agree that mothers are always right. Hello, my name's Forrest. And Forrest now I leave you with a few clips from one of the most memorable oh, movies you. that portrays a mother's wise words. And we all agree that mothers are always right. Different. Are you stupid or something? Mama says stupid is as stupid does. And Jenny, I'm Forrest. Forrest, go up. Where's Mama? She's upstairs. Hi, Forrest. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, all right. We sure got you straightened out, didn't we, boy? What's the matter, Mama? I'm dying, Forrest. Come on in, sit down over here. Why are you dying, Mama? It's my time. It's just my time. Be afraid, sweetheart. Death is just a part of life. Something we're all destined to do. I didn't know it, but I was destined to be your mama. I did the best I could. You did good. Well, 
I happen to believe you make your own destiny. You have to do the best with what God gave you. What's my destiny, Mom? You're gonna have to figure that out for yourself. Life is a box of chocolates, Forrest. You never know what you're gonna get. Mama always had a way of explaining things so I could understand them. I will miss you, Forrest. She had got the cancer and died on a Tuesday. I bought her a new hat with little flowers on it. And that's all I have to say about that. Didn't you say you were waiting for number seven bucks? There'll be another one along shortly.